0: speaking the truth to the state capitol this is drive time lincoln with the commander jack riggins on the voice of lincoln 1499 3 KLIN.
1: all right folks november 23rd which is wednesday it is Wednesday. Whatever Wednesday here on the show, let's get the call lines going. Um, if you so desire, the Rich Stein Recognition Hotline 402-479-1400 is open. Text line 2. We'll get to as many as we can today. Whatever's on your mind. Lincoln, Lancaster County. I am the host of Drive Time Lincoln, Jack Riggins. Restoring American values and bringing common sense and sanity to the capital city. Johnny Cadillac's producing, uh, probably a lot on your mind. Who knows? Um, uh, happy Thanksgiving early to everyone. And once again, a big shout out to the KLIN staff, broadcast media, really, staff house. Uh, just the best Christmas decorations I've ever seen. It makes it a lot of fun coming in here. And I hope everyone else's office out there. Um, and maybe even your house is starting to get decorated. It's that time of the year, and it makes it really nice and festive. Um As you know, crime, it's always on the top of my, <laughs> my head. It's always at the top of my list. And I realized yesterday I missed an important statistic, and I'm happy to go through statistics with you all again if you want to. Um Clearly, there is a difference uh between specifically City Hall and some people's outward description of what's going on in lincoln and some of the rest of us who uh, look at the stats and talk to uh, citizens as well as officers and what's going on and i think you know i'm very clear on where i stand but here's one that i wanted to show you that i forgot Um, you know i talk about trends and trend lines and five-year rolling average and A lot of people say, Jack, we're the safest city we've ever been. Well, um, in fact, again, data isn't my data. Data comes from our own police department. There's been 106 shootings and shots fired from January to November 21st, 2022, compared to 82, same time last year. That is a 30% increase, folks. 30% increase in shootings in Lincoln, Nebraska, just this year. Okay. So I'm not really sure with the multitude of stats that I and you get access to as part of the transparency program, along with a 92% increase in murders, 73% increase in auto thefts, 35% increase in arson, 47 make it 48% increase in vandalism, 66% increase in trespassing over the five-year average, and I could keep going, where are city officials finding that everything is trending in the right direction? 30% increase in shootings. Maybe you care about that, Lincoln and Lancaster County. Maybe you don't. Maybe just drive-by shootings in the early AM at three different locations is what we consider to be the norm. And like I've said before on the show, I'll say again: eleven million plus property damage in one night, um, and we didn't do anything about it. So should it surprise you that criminals and criminal enterprises, as well as you know, drugs increasing across the city, um, that they come here, that we just slowly slide into right, everything goes and think about the men and women in uniform who are understaffed that have to go out there and put their lives on the line and work extra long hours to keep us where we're at when in fact by all normal categories they are tremendously undermanned with street officers so maybe that's on your mind i talked about voter id a little bit yesterday and you know this is a big topic not just here in nebraska but across the nation and and maybe more in other states uh but when we talk voter id we are obviously talking about election integrity and security and i've said before i think one of the things in our great constitutional republic is that obviously we get a vote but right behind that is that all of us have trust in the voting system so that your vote counts. Your vote, one vote, right, counts. It is your voice. It is one of the greatest things we have here. Um and certainly over the years, I think if you talk to the experts, the Secretary of States of different states as well as people that work elections, there has always been election. Integrity issues. Um, I I can't point to a percent, but there has always been an accepted level of nefarious activity that goes on. Okay, this is this goes on as as long as man has been alive, right, on the planet, and then it gets to a level where everybody really starts looking at it and in modern American times this is nothing new it's not partisan I mean we've seen recounts you know going back to Gore Bush is probably the first time at least in my lifetime that it became kind of a national-wide issue and people paid attention and I think subsequently in every presidential election what's different now that really started in 2020 is that many many more people and the fact that a lot of the systems had gone digital, so a lot more people were paying attention, watching, and a lot of other digital experts. And so, as we got to 2022, one of the steps Nebraskans uh, wanted to take was voter ID. It's just another check that hey, you are in fact who you say you are, and verify you know your eligibility, and boom, it's a part of making sure that your vote is your vote and that your vote goes into the system and is counted. Okay. And so obviously we voted on that in November in the midterms and it passed. And so it's another piece of Nebraskans stepping up and saying, yeah, we want to ensure our elections are secure. And so there we sit an effort to Ensure in these times that we are securing our elections. Now, that will go and need to be implemented. And we certainly don't want it to be implemented, say, like free college tuition for everybody, where you get it and then you don't get it. Then the law, lo- you know, the thing changed. Then you send here, go here. Well, maybe it is. Maybe it's unconstitutional. I mean, <laughs> you don't want that, right? So that's, that's, that's how you don't want something to be voted on or an executive order to come down and then it doesn't get implemented correctly and everybody's kind of holding their breath right Johnny
2: yeah I was just gonna say I got an email today saying that my application for for the college tuition or the you know student loan forgiveness has been accepted. And, but then there was this long apology about how all the, there's all these lawsuits that's preventing things and they still don't know what's going on. And I thought to myself, I never turned in my application in the first place. So what's being. What's being accepted at this point? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's
1: confusing. So we don't want that. So here's the thing. And again, it's it's whatever Wednesday, right before Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. You guys can call in. Love to, love to have the chat. We got some texts we'll address. Uh, but the Rick Stein Recognition hotlines always open. 402-479-1400. Um, happy to take the calls on any topic. Um, I'm talking about crime. I'm talking about voter ID. And I've got an interesting snippet uh, that I'll talk about here before we get to the break, and so maybe you'll call in uh in the second segment. But uh, voter ID, what what is it? Because think about it now, right? We have in-person voting. We have absentee ballots. We have early voting. We have mail-in voting. We have a lot of different ways to submit our vote right now in the state of Nebraska legally. And so it begs the question, okay, in-person voting, I think when I say voter ID or hear that, that's what I think. Yeah, now I will have to have an ID. Doesn't, I don't know if it'll be my driver's license. It'll be something else I get. And then I will show my ID, right? It'll be checked that it's me. And then I will cast my vote like I do every day there's an election day in person. And that's what most of us, I would say, 90% of us probably expect. Ah, think about it, though. Aren't the people that are going to early vote and do absentee, don't they have to provide ID, too? Isn't that, when we say voter ID,
2: isn't that also part of it? I mean, yeah, they're going to say we need a copy of your driver's license at this point mailed in with it. Well, I mean, think about it, Johnny. If people that are going to
1: the booth, and that's the law, right, that you have to show voter ID. Yeah. The law is that everybody has to show voter ID, however exactly. you vote. And so now all of a sudden, the aperture of what voter ID is, in my mind, expands a little bit. And that has to be thought through. In the legislature, I mean, we have to work through that now as a state so that when we say we want voter ID, which we have, that we want voter ID. And so to me, in my experience around the world, it's always better to go all in first. And if you make adjustments later, great, but you can never add to the cake. And so with the various ways someone can vote today, the implementation phase, which we're now just getting to, or maybe we're even in the brainstorming phase of implementation of voter ID, needs to be well thought out. Because I expect, when I cast in my vote, that that's what we're voting on. Well, the first thing that comes to mind is the in-person voting. The other part is everybody, right? So everybody, however you choose to vote, that's legal is getting their ID checked. And that's going to be really interesting and something I'm paying attention to as we move through this brainstorming phase into, you know, what we're going to roll out as a state to implement what the people have wanted, which is voter ID. And I would suspect that most of you that supported this initiative. Think the same way, which is, yeah, when I'm thinking of voter ID, I mean every single person in Nebraska that votes gets checked. And so I could see all the above, right? And I would be fine with that. I would have no problem with an all the above voter ID uh, law put in that essentially says whatever the mechanics that need to be done have to be done. And so that the people that are showing up on Game day on election day and voting are proving who they are. The people that voted absentee are proving who they are. And the people that voted early are proving who they are by voter ID. And so I sure hope that we don't do some half measure that just does a little bit of voter ID. I mean, we voted for voter ID, so let's do it. And that's going to be interesting because, again, Why have the majority of Nebraskans asked for this spoken by vote? It's because they want to restore trust in the election process. Nothing more, nothing less. They want to take a step towards restoring trust. And that, again, I think is very nonpartisan. All right, folks. Um... Again, crime, some people, including the mayor, are going to say how good we're doing. And I think the stats say otherwise. I think the 30% increase in shootings over a rolling year um, is something that City Hall should address. The other thing I would like this news outlet, as well as every other news outlet, and I think that I'll be able to get a FOIA in on it, is I want to know, because there's no stats that can show me I, that I can get access to, Non-fatal shootings, stabbings, fistfights, whatever. Basically, nefarious activity that's causing harm to other Lincolnites. And I can't get... thats It's not to say it's not out there. I just can't get it. But I think that it's another good stat for us to know and look at. To, as a citizen, see. But somebody that looks at it and gives information to you, I would like to know where our non-fatal... You know, assaults, if you will, where we stand on that in this tit-for-tat on statistics. And so I would hope that the next time there's a conference, we, the media, start asking that. And if I can uh, figure out a way, which I'm pretty sure I can, to get a FOIA out there, I will. So there's a lot of interesting games being played as you know, even down at the city state uh, level, and one of them that came to my attention that is really interesting, and I'll leave names out, but you remember the uh, recent petition to kind of bring back Title Eleven and look at Title Eleven in the Municipal Code, basically the Fairness Ordinance. So the Fairness Ordinance came, it was passed, and then. You know, the the people spoke at 18,000 and shot it down. Okay, and we all thought that was the end of it. And then another group, kind of late, did a uh, petition to really try to get that back on the ballot. Um, I'm giving you the background right now. And when they took their petition to Election Commissioner Shively's office, uh, he was not able to verify the signatures. Due to failure to comply uh, with the law, right? I mean, that's kind of the news story that went out to everybody, and that's the background. So, again, the City Council passed a fairness ordinance. The people using the legal process stood up, did a petition, shot that down, and then we thought it was, you know, on pause, if you will. And then a group came forward kind of late in the game and worked to get these petitions signed to put it back up to a vote, and when they took their petition to the election commissioner's office, uh, he was not able to vo- verify the signatures because they didn't comply with the law. That seems pretty cut and dry to me, right? Seems pretty cut and dry to me. But then I stumbled upon some inter-city shenanigans. And I'll go over those when we come back. K-L-I-N, 1400
0: You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1,499.3 KLIN. All
1: right, folks, so I rehashed a little bit more on crime as I did yesterday. I got pretty fired up, but, again, uh, didn't have the uh, shooting statistics. Uh, shootings are up 30% in the year over rollover. 30%! We're not even done with the year, folks. So just add that to the stat line when you're hearing people talk about whether the city's getting safer, staying stagnant, or not. Um we need to do something about that. Uh the next thing I talked about was voter ID and if you have some thoughts on that uh, you good. I mean it's going to be bigger than I think we all think it is because of all the uh interesting dynamics in the ways people can vote and also the way different americans think about uh, election integrity right now or as i like to say trust in the system so voter id is a step to restore trust in the system and i suspect um, it'll be far-reaching the other tidbit of information that i was going into is if you recall about the fairness ordinance and kind of last minute a group tried to put it together i tried to have them on the show in in the end uh, they didn't follow the code That was required, so therefore the failure to uh, follow that and the signatures uh, made it so the election commissioner didn't have it on the ballot. But here we go. These are the shenanigans that are played, folks. The city, essentially, the city is now using city attorney's office to ask that the county attorney, excuse me, the county commissioner, recount those but not apply the requirements that are set in law. They're using the city attorney to pressure or to ask nicely the election commissioner to not follow the law. They're asking them to, at the city's request, would you count but not apply requirements in NRS 32, tax 628, Four. What in the world is going on? K-L-I-N, 1,499-3.
0: Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of
1: Lincoln, 1,499-3. K-L-I-N. All right, folks, we're back on a... Whatever Wednesday here November 23rd it's 52 degrees but it feels like 56 so that's a good thing uh I'm your host Jack Riggin's Johnny Cadillac's always producing not always sometimes we take some breaks uh yeah we talked uh, some more crime statistics went through them yesterday um noted today that I had forgotten to include shootings which is up 30% in the year rollover um again LPD's stats not mine um I know we're going to talk with Jeffrey here in just a moment about that um, he's got some takes. Love to hear them. Um, also talked about voter ID. That's something that we're all going to watch uh, as the legislator goes into session. It's been passed by the people. So, you know, what will that exactly be? You know, how how far does it reach? Uh, like I said, most of us that voted in support of it probably think it it means that every single person that votes, um, you know, has to show their ID or some form of it. The other story that's not going anywhere, and as the phone lines fill up um again the Rexine recognition hotline 402 479 1400 um i don't know how much we'll get to this but uh in fact um you know city shenanigans obviously the city wants this fairness ordinance passed and this group that uh put it forward to get it to a vote didn't follow uh the process of the law to get the signatures and so the election commissioner Dave Shively threw it out. And now you have the city attorney's office asking, and I will read it, uh, but essentially, you know, asking that they go back and verify the signatures, but not apply the requirements in the statute. That, that means that the lawyers of the city are asking the election commissioner not to follow the law. This is crazy. You talk about politics at a a ridiculous level. The people voted and said no. The people that wanted to put it on a ballot didn't follow the law. And now we've got the city attorney's office asking to not apply the law? What what in the world is going on here in Lincoln? Jeez. All right, let's go to Jeffrey. Jeffrey, uh, welcome to Drive Time Lincoln.
0: Thank you for taking my call. I appreciate that. You bet. So if you've been listening to you guys over the last probably five, six years, the last two or three years, you can see a marked increase in all crimes. This isn't the Lincoln I grew up in. Um, That's what I see, my friend.
1: Well, I mean, when murder's up 100% and shootings are up 30%, how much further do you have to look?
0: Exactly.
1: It's frustrating, and nobody seems to want to, in the other media outlets, talk about it. And honestly, all mm-hmm. I get is, I'm not joking here. this I mean, this is the mayor's statement for re-election. Public safety continues to be my number one priority. I've, pri- I've prioritized strengthening public safety since my first day in office, both as a city councilor and now mayor. Really? Yeah. Really? Exactly,
2: again.
1: Yep. $11 million in property damage in one night? I mean... So, again, people that are paying attention, who are they to believe? I get it. I mean, you can believe that, or you can just go to the stats, because I do about every week, and I report them about every two weeks to people. I mean, you got shoplifting up 50 per- I don't want to go through it again. I mean, it's not it, – it's a black and white issue.
0: Yeah, it, it is, and unfortunately you have somebody in office that, Is playing the game like the people in Washington play.
1: Yeah, amen, Jeffrey, amen. And that's what I don't like. I moved back to Nebraska and Lincoln in particular because I like this city and I know it's a diverse city. But we don't need lies and, you know, the big Washington game of agendas being thrown on us, whether it be mass mandates or now, you know, sitting with protesters and refusing to accept that the city is getting less safe.
0: Every
1: day. No doubt about it. Thanks for the call, Jeffrey. You bet. Uh, folks, I mean, yes, you're going to have to speak with your vote when it comes that time. But more importantly, you don't have to take this. Let people be known. Let it be known. Put pressure on us in media ask the right questions. I'm going to tell you what, when I get that number of non-fatals, it's going to blow you away. It's going to blow you away, the non-fatal Incidents, whether you call them assault, you know, shootings, stabbings, uh, you know, fists that are causing people to get hurt in our city, and we don't get you know data on it all the time. And that's not a fault of the police department. It's just you know the way people report. But it's an important statistic. <sighs> I'm going to keep talking about it, and I'm going to keep talking about it, no matter who's in office. Safety and security has to come first. Every man, Dan, welcome. Back to drive time, Lincoln. Hey, thanks, Commander. I, I appreciate this topic that you're talking about because I
3: think that there, it shows a general lawlessness in this city. Um, just take, for example, the, the three drive-by shootings this week and the mayor coming out and saying that uh, safety and security is her, is her priority and that she wants to talk about facts, not feelings. But then you you have these uh, misreport or I don't know if they're misreportings, but They they changed the way they're reporting crime. Um, And then you look at some of the statistics that they came out with, like um, there's less traffic uh, tickets being handed out. But since since uh, 10, 20. Well, there's
1: there hasn't been a traffic enforcement division in two years. Of course, there's less traffic tickets. Yes.
3: And that that doesn't make sense because there's more traffic and there's more people.
1: There can't be. Well, and, and the, the, the sad part and is, and I've said this before, the mayor is great at wordsmithing. the The mayor yeah. is good at press conferences and adjusting the language to fit some kind of yeah. fake thing that's out there. At least on crime, and but
3: yeah, lawlessness isn't just about the mayor because you have a city council member. Well, that's yeah. happy to drink, drunk, drunk drive, and yeah. then you have. A, a, I mean, it's just like, and then, uh, and you have a a, a, a attorney. Doesn't prosecute people who start arsons, and and then and the and the police they they just fall back when there's rioters. It it, it all it, I think there's this general trend and pattern of lawlessness in the city that our government leaders and this is most I think it's Democrats they are fostering and pushing and and uh, letting that that happen, and it's it's across the board.
1: Yeah, good call. Thanks for the call, Dan. Yeah, well, I mean, again, you can't hide from it. I mean, we're we're a Democrat-controlled city across city council, county commissioners, as well as the mayor's office, the city attorney. I mean, these are the leanings right now in Lincoln. And what I have an objection with, as I've said, is we're not telling the truth to the people. We're not taking the actions that I believe not only us as citizens need – Uh, to remain safe and secure, but also our men and women in uniform who constantly talk to me and know that we need more street officers. And so when the mayor says she added 31 professionals to the force, well, she probably did. And a good reporter would say, okay, how many retired and left the force? So what was your net gain? And then, of those, did you hire a headquarters person or a street officer? And then the next question would be, why did you disband the traffic enforcement group? Because the answer would be, well, we need it in higher priority things. Oh, so we can just, we don't have traffic enforcement. Oh, okay. Well, what else did you get rid of or put on pause because you don't have enough officers? Those are the real questions, folks. But yes, when you have people in leadership that want to choose statistics that fit their agenda, and tell you these things, I mean, that's straight out of Washington. That's just the playbook of, you know, look over here while I do this over here. And You know, it's not easy to, I mean, it's easy to see through. <laughs> they have to publish the stats. It's incredible. I hope that everybody will pay attention, and I hope that we will turn it around, but we're not going to turn it around until we get a healthy police force. It starts there, okay? It starts there. And then when you see something like what I just read about the city attorney's office, which you have to think this thing I'm reading is applying pressure on a fa- uh, the hottest topic in the last decade, the fairness ordinance, to ask the election commissioner to not follow the law. What in the world is going on in and around City Hall? Seriously. Seriously. All right, uh, this has got to be Mo. Welcome to Drive Time, Lincoln. Mo, are you there? Hey, Commander, it's Mo. Oh, hi, Mo. <laughs>
0: hey, I just want to talk about that last subject—the city attorney's office, which means the mayor's office, telling, asking the election commission. Well, there's, there's
1: no way the city attorney is doing things without the mayor knowing. I uh,
0: agreed. So. Um, nice scoop on that, by the way. You must have really good sources. But So I've had a chance I try to do hard. a bunch of initiative law in my practice, and I went back and reviewed what the circulators didn't do and what they didn't do at the bottom of the circulate page. So you go to Walgreens and, and you get accosted outside to sign an initiative petition. You sign that, and after that page is full, the circulator then has to verify under oath that they have followed all the requirements of uh, Chapter 32, which is the Nebraska statutes governing elections, which includes initiative petition gathering. And they just didn't, they didn't fill those out. The circulators did not fill those out.
1: Yeah, so they didn't follow the law. They didn't know it. They were lazy. Who knows? But we know it can be done because the people did it for the fairness ordinance and got 18,000 signatures. So this is common practice for people that want a petition. I mean, this isn't
0: just, you know, not dotting an eye across the sea. This is the single role that the circulator has is to swear under oath that they that they circulated and received all those signatures um, following law. And so.
1: Right. So why why would attorneys attorney's office? Why would attorneys I'm sorry, Mo. why would attorneys from the city then ask the election commissioner to not apply the law? I mean, I don't that that to me is breaking the law, isn't it?
0: It's, it's scandalous. Oh, I, I've a not, Scandalous, I've for sure. Like and maybe the Lincoln General Star will will investigate and run an article about it.
1: Um, <laughs> good, good luck. But, you know,
0: this is a this is a pattern here. I mean, we had a state senator running for a county attorney's office that said, I'm not going to follow the law when I, if I'm elected county attorney. So there sure seems to be a pattern in Lancaster County of Democrats just saying the law doesn't doesn't matter anymore. And and. And we see the result. We have lawlessness in the street as a as a result of that, in my opinion. So,
1: well, it's, that's the the police's own stats say to that. I mean, yeah. and and if you talk to any of the officers who are begging for essentially reinforcements that we need more officers on the street, um, this is something I've run with all the time. I am really curious when this city's going to wake up and what what it's going to take, uh, because. People are running amok down at City Hall on a lot of issues. And then they appear to be trying to, you know, strong arm or influence our election commissioner to do something against the law. I, that that's really upsets me. And
0: hey, Commissioner Shively would never, ever, ever, ever do that. So, you know, we have a lot of faith in... Yeah, follow the... Uh, commissioner Shively,
1: good job. The, follow the law. I mean, again, if you want to run a petition, just... Know the law. I mean, this is your main job.
0: But just the fact that the mayor would would make that request is is that's a scandal, and it and it should be on the front page of the Lincoln Journal Star this weekend.
1: Well, and who knows? I'm sure it has to do with re-election and the fact that there were probably promises made to a certain community to get the vote that you'll get this passed, and then there was something that got in the way called oh, the citizens of Lincoln, and uh, yeah, really sad. I I appreciate your insight there and and expertise, Mo. Thank you for the call.
0: Okay. Hey, see you, Commander. Happy Thanksgiving.
1: Happy Thanksgiving. Whew. All right. Well, hey, you know, there's always something. We eventually get drive time fired up. Let's go to Anna on line one. Anna, welcome to Drive Time Lincoln.
3: Hi. I just, I, who oversees the attorney?
1: Uh, the city attorney? Yeah. Uh, that would be the mayor. So she's the boss. Yeah, she's the boss. She's and she, a, she can make just. Absolute decisions. Like she that. well, she's a senior executive. I mean, the most senior executive I've been around um, are pretty wise, and they influence other people to do things so they can have plausible deniability. So I don't know if the mayor was asked directly, "Do you support this?" or "Did you request this?" Uh, but the yeah. language in it says things like, "If the city requested," or it says, "Whether your office would do so at the city's request." Well, that, to me, means the mayor, right? Yeah. So, So I mean... If the attorney tells the election
3: commission to do thus and thus, they don't have to do it. No,
1: no, no, not... I mean, well, the election commissioner should uphold the law, which I'm sure Dave Shively will do, so he would probably say, yeah, we're not going to break the law, because the city asked us to, what's yeah. concerning here is why the city would ask the election commissioner to do that. Why Absolutely would the city attorney, which essentially is overseen by the mayor, as Mo was saying, and you know when the city attorney's office is asking and putting in writing, if the city requested, right, you are essentially saying the city, the mayor in charge of the city is asking you to break the law. My God. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Hey, would you break the law for me because I want to get something passed? I mean, that's (laughs) that's the simple, that's the common sense. As I try to bring common sense and sanity to the capital city, that's the common sense answer of what's in this. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. All right. You have a good Thanksgiving. You too. Bye. Oh, man. Johnny. Interesting stuff going on. I'll tell you that. Johnny, you want to talk real quick about, uh, you know, you've had some traffic incidences and I took you home the other night and there was a little thud, thud, thud on the car. Oh, let's let's hear it. Yeah, well, <laughs> yours truly. I admit it. I did it. I was working on some cars, changing tires, getting new things put around, and I forgot to tighten the lug nuts, folks. It was me. Yes, it was me on 70th and Holmes, Holmes Park Road, If you or Holmes Lake Road, if you saw me today. Stuck right in the middle of the road. Why? Because my back left tire just went flying off. Thank God it didn't hurt anybody. Went right down into Holmes Park. And I sat there going, how did this happen? And then it dawned on me. It happened because I didn't tighten the lug nuts. Well,
2: I even asked you, I said, did you figure out what that thud sound there was? you And go. You said, yeah, I need to tighten the lug nuts. Yeah. And then you explained how you found out the hard one. <laughs> yeah, I found
1: out the hard way. That's going to cost the commander, no doubt about it. All right, the voice of Lincoln, KLIN, 1499.3.
0: You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on ninety nine three KLIN.
1: All right, folks, we're finishing up a Whatever Wednesday here. The day before Thanksgiving, I want to thank uh, Jeffrey, Anna, Moe, and Everyman Dan for calling in, as well as uh, Scott, Dan, Julie, Nate. All kinds of people on the text line. Uh, Interesting enough, folks, uh, we'll come back uh, next week. There won't be a show tomorrow on Thanksgiving or Friday, but we'll come back Monday and and get after it. I suspect there'll be plenty of stuff, especially this stuff going on with the city attorney asking uh, the election commissioner not to follow the law. Uh, That just... Complete pandemonium down in City Hall area. But uh, remember, tomorrow's not only Thanksgiving, but it's also pancreatic cancer day, so um a little remembrance there i want to thank uh scott for that it is world pancreatic cancer day as well as thanksgiving um boy cancer is just a thing it'd be nice if we could beat it just across the board it really gets a lot of people that's sad uh johnny you were leaning into the microphone like you had something to oh
2: no it wasn't anything major i just want to remind you that tomorrow's thanksgiving even though you've said it twice since we've been back i wanted to remind you that as well
1: yeah it is thanksgiving i uh (laughs) I've I've had a hard time remembering what date it is. So to finish once again, if you were around eleven thirty today, eleven forty five on seventieth and uh, uh, Holmes Lake Road. Yeah, that was me, sitting there. I forgot to tighten the lug nuts on uh, a car for one of my young ones and uh, making sure it was all working good. Well, it wasn't working so good when Dad got done with it, as he forgot to tighten the lug nuts and the wheel came straight off. And there was one motorist there in a the truck, if you're listening with your two dogs. Hey, thanks for stopping. I really appreciate it. It was great to talk with you, uh, offering help. Uh, but, in fact, uh, we just needed the tow truck to come, and it was already on the way. Otherwise, yeah, we would have jacked it up and figured it out. But... uh yeah hey you never get uh you you never know what's going to happen in this world K-L-I-N, fourteen hundred ninety nine three